0: Culture, comms, and cocktails is internal comms served straight up. So settle in, drink in the knowledge, some shaken, some stirred, and maybe even some with a twist, and enjoy the top shelf guests I have lined up for you. I'm your host, Chuck Ghost, strategic advisor at Social Chorus, and on this episode of Culture, Comms, and Cocktails, we have Michael Lund, product designer at Social Chorus. Now, I only get to run into Michael a couple times a year, but did see him a few weeks back in New York City at Future Comms, and thought it'd be great to have him on the podcast. So welcome, Michael.
1: Thank you.
0: Glad to be here. So let's grab a seat here at the Culture Comes of Cocktails Lounge and let's get started. And as I thought about having you on here, Michael, Rose, so you live in Oklahoma. Uh, so adding that to the episode that Kyla Turner was on, we've now featured two people from Oklahoma in just nine episodes. So I'm curious to you, is that about the right ratio a podcast should have?
1: It's, it's actually, it's still imbalanced. You need more people from Oklahoma. More
0: people from Oklahoma. All right. Well, we'll, we'll get on that. We'll talk to the producers <laughs> about that. Uh, so you are a product designer at Social Course. I'm curious, speaking kind of very maybe philosophically about this, define what the word design means to you.
1: That's a great question. So design, I think a lot of times it's understood as something that's just aesthetics. It's just uh, dress it up and, you know, uh, open it up in Photoshop or Illustrator or InDesign and make it look good. And that's not what design is at all. Design is really about moving the user or the, whoever the person that's being engaged, moving them from point A to point B whether that's uh, mentally, emotionally, with information, or uh, with a product. Um, Good design and a good product are the exact same thing. They go hand in hand. There was a quote once I saw that was, uh, there's no such thing as no design there's only good design and there's bad design. And in in my mind, that breaks down into three different areas. You have good design, which is thoughtful and meaningful design. This is something that's gonna add value to the user. Bad design is thoughtless design. It's just, hey, let's get it done. Get it out the door. And then there's this other category of evil design, which is meant to mislead or lie to the user for the purpose of self gain. And I can go into each of those.
0: Yeah. Evil design is, is that's, I, I get the good design and bad design, but I'm curious, what is evil design kind of aligned with some of the like fake
1: news and, you know, things like that, that we're seeing? Definitely. Definitely. Evil design, what it, what it does ultimately to the user is it destroys trust. It is, uh, it's, it's entropy, it tears things down. Examples is like clickbait, just like you described. Um, another example would be like Facebook's privacy issues where they're just selling off users information for profit. Or um, uh, last year there was somebody who was uh, one of the, the, the co-founders from Facebook came out and said, I regret everything that we did. We were uh, trying to create addictions in the user to get them to come back as often as possible. That is evil design. It, it did nothing except for advance the company.
0: So then obviously we don't want communicators focusing on evil design, or I would say they're probably guilty of bad design as you've mentioned, it's just sort of get it done, get it out, you know, put it out there. So how can they focus on good design and what what sort of energies and thoughts do you put into to create really good design
1: so um let me uh talk about uh that that was evil design let me talk about bad design because bad design okay. is happens um a, a little bit more accidentally bad design is it gets the user to the destination but it, it can be a little bit short-sighted. It can be like um, within an application, it would be like the button not working, or it could go all the way to this product is so complicated, I can't even use it, right? It absorbs all of your time and energy or money and has these unintentional consequences. And those unintentional consequences can be um, skewed or uh, exploited by um, maybe not even intentionally, but it, it, can, it can be exploited in different ways. And what you end up having is uh, systems that break down easily. Good design is meaningful design. It has, uh, it's sustainable, it builds trust and is reliable. That tr- trust creates a freedom, a freedom of being, a freedom like you have the mental space to exist. Uh, the tool itself becomes so inv- so reliable that it becomes invisible um, Good design has a consistent and unified voice think about like Apple products uh, All the the whole ecosystem works together really really well right they have the same philosophy that's expressed through uh, all their products no matter Where you're interacting or how you're interacting with it a good design and comms would be everybody that is uh, driving an agenda or driving an objective. They all have a shared, unified voice. They all know what their goal is and being aware of where the, uh, the employees are mentally, emotionally, and moving them from that point A to point B.
0: Now a question for you, should say the employee, the end user, should they notice good design or should good design almost be invisible to them because everything works as it should?
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. Good design is invisible because it's reliable. Um, uh, Nature is a really good example of good design. Trees, it it, uh, works symbiotically with humans and we don't even notice it. We just take it for granted. Same thing with some of the apps that you use consistently. You're you're so used to it being a part of your life that you don't even realize it or recognize it as it happens. You're so thoughtful of your objective that you don't notice the tool.
0: Now it's very clear to hear about your passion and thought you put into design. Share with everyone what your role as product designer is. And and maybe even a little bit of your background even before you got to Social Chorus.
1: Oh my goodness. Okay, so my job is okay. So I'm I'm the product designer. That's also user experience design. So uh, on a very uh, uh, I guess detailed level, uh, my job is about collaboration. I collaborate in between uh, business objectives or vision, uh, the engineering which is how feasible it is to accomplish a task. And then the user themselves to understand how desirable, whatever it is that's being uh, created. On a more expansive level, my job is to make the communicator successful. And the communicator is, is successful when the company is unified, top down, bottom up. When everyone in the organization shares the same values and the same goals and the same vision. And so I create tools and create a platform that communicators can trust and an employee's experience that the employees can trust and find useful. And only when you have that trust uh, established, only when it's well designed, can you then think about how can we move forward as a company?
0: I think this is going to change maybe the way a lot of communicators think about design because I think it's the first time I've heard the word trust being brought into uh, a design conversation or maybe a better way, a design being brought into the trust conversation because it is a thing that communicators look at, whether it's the Edelman trust barometer, these other things that come out to say how do employees look at leaders in the business and how they act and I think this is the first time I've really heard about the role of design in that conversation around
1: trust. Yeah, I, I was reading uh, a book the other day that was talking about what's the future of technology. It's not the internet of things, it's not AI, it's not blockchain, it's not all of these new technologies that we all um, are get, get excited over. It's the future of technology is trust. And that occurs with design.
0: It reminds me, there's a, there's a video out, and I think it's probably back, mm, 25 years ago maybe of David Bowie talking about what the internet is going to be and he absolutely nailed it he absolutely nailed what 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 not necessarily what it was going to be but what it would do to things and I think that's again it wasn't about the nuts and bolts of technology it was about the impact that it would have on all parts of the business. Obviously, he was ticketed from the music side, but it was all parts of the business. Because it's it's fascinating to hear what a what a visionary he was yeah, when it that. That's
1: great. I love that.
0: So then thinking about this and, and trust in the future of technology and design, what are some things that communicators should be, I guess maybe prepping themselves for or begin thinking about? Because most of the times these are career communicators. These are people who are going to be doing communications their entire career. So they're in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. What should they be looking for when it comes to future technology and design? Because you said it's not the AI. It's not blockchain. It's not those nuts and bolts parts of it. But what are what's kind of your advice to them?
1: Right now, communicators, ha- or historically, communicators have not been Um, very well supported within an organization. They had to rely on old tools. When you don't have a tool that works for you, you end up spending all of your time focusing on on the tool itself. Like if you're drawing a picture and your pencil keeps breaking, you have an unreliable pencil, you can't even think about what you're trying to draw. Hmm. You are focusing on the tool and you're getting frustrated at the tool. And that's what communicators have had. They've had frustration over not having the tool in order to do their job properly. With what we're doing at Social Chorus and as other competitors come along, the tools are are getting there. And so it's shifting this mentality away from what is it that I need to do my job to, okay, we're going to do this job well. What's the overall goal here? That's the design of the company is going to be reflected in the tools that's being used. And so you'll actually see that feedback loop. You'll see that reflected back to the user, the, the design of the company that's been there that you didn't even necessarily realize. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also using that tool to help advance or to align a company um, based on goals and whatever that unified vision is.
0: I think it's a great visual for communicators to think about with the broken pencil because it is yeah. a great point. When we're trying to get a job done and the tool keeps breaking, we end up spending more time trying to get that tool to work, which is not our job. The communicator's job is to communicate, to align the business, to engage, inform, educate. And when you're spending time getting new pencils, you're not able
1: to do your job. Yeah, exactly.
0: Michael, I really think this has been a great conversation. I know it's been a great conversation. I love your thoughts around how design impacts trust in organizations. I think this is a a new thought when it comes to communicators. So thank you for sharing your expertise and advice on that. And we did talk about culture and comms and as this podcast is called, Culture, Comms and Cocktails. So Michael, to close this out, what is your favorite cocktail?
1: So it's, it's funny because I don't actually drink anymore and I don't know if I've just disqualified myself from... Uh, from this podcast but it, it turns out that alcohol just wasn't a very good design for me
0: oh way to turn turn the tables on it on it here michael <laughs> so, how is alcohol designed into your life no that's a good thought well thank you again michael for the time today thank you so much for having me this was great If you enjoyed what you heard from this episode and want to check out others, find Culture Coms and Cocktails on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. And when you do, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. This has been Culture Coms and Cocktails, internal comms served straight up. Thanks for listening.